So are you ready, Travis? Wham, bam, thank you, ma'am. That didn't answer my question. It's Schmanners. The problem is, when I pull out your chair, you can't pull out my chair. And then how am I supposed to sit down? <laughs> Next time, Travis, I'll okay. pull out your chair. Hello, Internet in Birmingham, Alabama. I'm your husband host, Travis McElroy. And I'm your wife host, Teresa McElroy. And you are both listening to, and some folks are watching. Uh, well, no, I forgot. Schmanners. It's extraordinary etiquette. For ordinary occasions. Hello, my dove. Hello, dear. I was so proud of how well I was doing. And then you forgot everything. Because in my head, I was celebrating how well I was doing uh-huh. that I forgot the name of our show. Everything. Yeah. Oh, no. Oh, no. What are you going to do? Hi, everybody. How, how many of you, this is your first time hearing uh, Schmanners? All right, so we are an etiquette podcast, but we're not judgmental. Um, I know. We're very nice, and the, the thing about our show is it's great, and you should always listen to it forever. <laughs> um, but we talk about the history and how it still applies to the modern day. Uh, but with no judgment, because if you're really good at etiquette, you don't judge others, you just improve yourself. That's right. Um, and so that's what we're working Our with. Our patron saint, Emily Post, <laughs> says that you should always lead by example. So we don't critique or correct, we only lead. And so here we go. Let us lead you, our flock. There's another thing <laughs> is, we're also a cult. And we probably should have led with that, but the doors are locked. Um, We're a very nice cult, though, so if you want to leave, go ahead. (laughs) Hey, so let's talk about our show topic. Yes, so um, it was suggested by a listener named Emily, who emailed it to us. um, And we're going to talk about sir and ma'am. And because we're here in the South, we're talking about sir and ma'am. It seems like a very... uh, Oh, I almost said, can I do a southern accent? Am I allowed to do that? Seems very southern. (laughs) No, (laughs) turns out I cannot. You sound like the colonel from Kentucky Fried Chicken. Well, in many ways, doesn't the colonel really exemplify southern living? I don't know. I'm not sure about that. You know, because of the suit. Um, So the thing is... I, I wanted to lead off by saying we're going to talk about Sir and Madam, and they, uh, they originate in a time when people believed that gender was defined by just the two, um, and they didn't realize that the expansive universe of the gender encompassed so many different ideas that we can't even begin to comprehend it, uh, much like the universe itself. Who knows where the edge is? We may never reach it. Who knows? And so I just wanted to preface that so that as we talk about these, in no way are we endorsing the idea. 
but there's not a lot of history of non-gendered honorifics as we go back uh, through time. So we'll keep kind of referring to sir and ma'am and talk about like man and woman, but that's because that's historically messed up and not because we're messed up. And not because you're messed up. Yeah. Because you are perfect just the way you are. That is correct. So anyways, we're talking yeah. about sir and ma'am. Yes. Um, so, Travis, is this, is that something that your parents taught you to address people as, sir and ma'am? Yeah, I, I thought that was a thing everyone was, is that not? Were there people who, who not, his parents were like, call them by their first names? No, I, I think that it was more Miss, Mrs., Mr., people for me, but I was raised in Ohio. So, what, what was it like for you in West Virginia? I don't want to talk about it. Did, did they say, yes, sir, no, sir, yes, ma'am, Yeah, no, we ma did that, but that, it wasn't, I don't think it was as, uh, a strict rule okay. uh, as much as, like, Mr. and Mrs. and that, yeah. kind, of, and yeah, same and that kind of thing. I mean, my dad was in the military for a very long time, and so... And my dad was not for a very long time. <laughs> and so as an officer, he heard sir all day long from, from people. Um, so when he came home at night, he did not want us to address him as sir, because he was used to that kind of militarization where it, it was, you know, all salutes and everything. And as his children, he didn't, he didn't want that from us. Um, so what did you call him? You call him Mr. Wellman? <laughs> Dad. Okay. Big Red? No. That is not a nickname that he's ever gone by. No. I just, it's a gum? It's a gum is what that is. <laughs> I was about to say I made it up, but I did not. No, um, so that wasn't something that I really ever encountered, but it is something that um, especially older generations of the South did certainly teach their children, and because they were taught, and they were taught, and they were taught all the way back. But it actually, in the United States, oh my goodness, I just hit the table, sorry. So violent. <laughs> It actually doesn't start in the United States, you know, like a lot of stuff. Um, what? What? How dare you? We're not the originators of really anything. Except for pizza and Chinese food. No. I'm gonna get, that's my time, folks. <laughs> They're giving me the light. Well, it's debatable. Fortune cookies were born here, but it doesn't matter. Okay. It doesn't matter. Um, so, the earliest iteration that I could find was the, um, the Anglo-Saxons. So, the Anglo-Saxons in England often referred to superiors as my lord and my lady, as you can hear in any Shakespearean play. A lot of m'lords? M'lord. Which also sounds like malort. Malort. Which That's has, a bad booze that exists in the world. It's terrible, and I will continue my crusade against it until eventually we have to do a Schmanners episode where I apologize <laughs> from my cold, dead hands. So um, the Anglo-Saxons, you know, in that time period, let's say like the 1100s. Who even knows? Who even knows when they were there? That's no, so far and, before I was born. I mean, people know. 
people Who that knows? We could just say in the year B. Who knows? People. People know. History. Not it's a mystery. That's why they rhyme. So the Anglo-Saxons, uh, as a term of respect, usually between peasants and the ruling class, would uh, address people as my lord and my lady. Now They would never just say, like, Tom. Right. Um, so that was English, right? And then in the 12th century, the Normans invaded, mm -hmm. and everything... Steve Norman, Jerry Norman... Lisa Norman. No. Try Henri Norman. Okay. I will. Henri Norman. Henri. It doesn't work. No, but I, this is a thing because uh, we, we often reference the TV show Supersizers Go on here, too. It's one it's of our so favorites. It's so good. You guys have to see it. And they talk about, with the food, the reason we have two names for so many like different uh, meats is there was the uh, Anglo-Saxon name for it in the field mm -hmm. where the workers How? worked with it. And then there was the Norman or French word for it on the table where Oof. the lords and ladies were served. So that's why it's a cow, and then it becomes beef, and it's a pig, and it becomes pork. And like that, that except for chicken, because I don't think that there was no, a French word for it. I mean, poulet. But like, there isn't a different word Poultry. between the three. <laughs> that's my time, folks. They're giving me the light. Uh, my wife is much smarter than I am, proved. Once again. Hair uh, toss. Hair toss. No, my hair doesn't move. It's hairspray, you guys. So you were saying, my love. So I was saying, um, so the, the Norman conquest of England really shook things up. And like you said, um, the upper reigning class, um, even their names changed. So if you had a, a, a Norman lord, they might become a duke which is French, uh -huh. or a Norman lady, which would become a duchess, which okay. is French. Um, and really, the language of this class became French. So where you have milord, you now have monsieur. And where you have milady, you now have madame. Um, and so this is how you... I should be making jokes now, but I just really enjoy listening to my wife pronounce words. It's just really cool. Sometimes it's good and sometimes it's really bad. You but it's always fun. And that's like marriage if you really think about it. Oh, boy. So, Monsieur We got 25 Madame. minutes to kill, my love. I need to make some jokes over here. Uh... Go ahead and make them. But Sometimes gonna, I just make faces, too. I'm going to keep trucking. Okay. Keep on And going. that's kind of like marriage, <laughs> if you think about it. Oh. I need a drink. That's fair. And, you know, that's kind of like... <laughs> so... Monsieur, Madame, all of these things became the way that you addressed a superior. And there were a lot of superiors because the royalty was uh, expanding at this point because the Normans came in and said, we're the upper class now, yo. And everybody else is right. lower class. Sounds like a quote. Sounds like a quote. 
Um, and so it, it became the way that one would distinguish your class, the language you spoke. So the peasants and the serfs would speak English, although they had to address people in French, um, you know, because they had to report to them. And then the upper class would speak French for a very long time. So how, how did we get from there to sir and ma'am? Okay. So the way that we got back to English is when the Normans or the French became enemies again. Uh -huh. uh, they were driven out of England. And so uh, in, let's see, 1250? Sure. You don't know. Ish. I do know. Ish. No, not them. I'm saying they oh. don't know. You can say whatever you want. When, <laughs> when they were driven out in 2012... You don't know. <laughs> so what happened is when Nor the Normans became a, a, were no longer part of the ruling class, the shift went back to English because of the, you know, being patriotic, right? So you want to show love for your mother England instead of France. So then we had to take these words that everybody knew already and incorporate them back in. So instead of going backwards, we just take these words and we make them new words. So we get sir from monsieur, or also there's some debate that it might come from sire, but... Somewhere in there, Somewhere one word there. became another. One word became another. And then and the same thing with madame, the D got completely dropped. So you go ma'am. Oh. Yeah, and so this is where these words come from, but it, the idea of the status relation starts to diminish because like if you go to England now, you wouldn't call anybody ma'am but the, the queen. She's mom. And maybe not even then. If you're me, <laughs> I would say Liz. No. Because I'm... Uh, from the U.S. of A. You would, you would not. You would not say that. And as we talked about on a previous episode of Schranners, I don't have to, like, bow to her or anything. That's true. If you, isn't that right? Like, if you're a U.S. diplomat, you don't got to bow to anybody. Yeah. It's still messed up, and I'm still bothered by it. They, uh, the U.S. diplomatic relations are very strict about how U.S. diplomats don't acknowledge kings and queens by bowing. What's although, up? Although a head nod is acceptable. Because we're jerks. <laughs> I don't acknowledge you, but thank you so much for not attacking us. So uh, it became less and less about um, social status as it, as it did become more about um, age and deference. So your elders. And also I would say perceived status. Because I would Absolutely. say like my years of, of working in retail, there was lots of mm -hmm. sirs and ma'ams mm -hmm. in there. And, and in other service industries. Yeah. Uh, like at the restaurant we went to today, we were all addressed as sir and ma'am. And mm -hmm. that didn't seem strange to me because I feel like that happens kind of everywhere. I think it would actually be way stranger if they addressed me as Travis. <laughs> <laughs> and what would you like, Travis? But it, then if they continue to dress everyone at the table as Travis, it would get less weird. Less, yeah. Wait, would less. that be more weird or less weird? I'm like, what about you, Travis? And you, Travis? What can I get for the two little Travises? <laughs> it's like the worst episode of Black Mirror. 
What's that show about? Well, there's a, a waiter that just calls everyone drunk. Oh, is there it's a not a good episode, but sometimes you need some filler in the season, you know? <laughs> so I got a pitch for you. It's a bad waiter. So... And... Oh, and... Uh, and it's a robot. <laughs> but you don't find out about that till the end. Uh-huh. And his name is Travis. <laughs> and we're living in a universe where everyone's named Robert. That's why it's weird. <sighs> Don't quit your day job, okay? Thanks. Okay. I need that money. This is my day job. Oh, I no! Know. Don't write for TV. You're really bad at it. That's why we didn't get a second season of My Brother, My Brother, and Me. Oh. That's not why. It's because Griffin died. We've invested a lot of money in a CGI Griffin. You won't even be able to tell the difference. And winding it back to our show now, please. So. What's best is there's no monitor. Okay, listen. Okay, wait. There's no monitor downstairs, so Griffin has no idea. I completely I'm lost control of this podcast. Okay, we can keep moving forward, but you all know. Which is kind of like... I'll do this at one point. Kind of like my life at this point. I completely lost control. Okay, okay. All right. So what about respect? Yes. <laughs> I can't get I love any. you. I love you can't so get, much. You got no respect. I love you very much. I love you too. I apologize for everything. Not yes. just tonight. Mm-hmm. Everything I've ever done. In perpetuity. Yes. For, I, reaching back and forward throughout all of time. Oh God, this mic is on. Okay. Hi, everybody. Thank you so much. This is Travis and Teresa. We're here live in New Orleans. Well, recorded live. And you're listening to our Birmingham, Alabama show. And thank you so much. And we're so excited to tell you about some of our sponsors this week. Schmanners is supported in part by Zola. Zola takes the stress out of wedding planning with free wedding websites, your dream wedding registry, affordable save the dates and invitations, and easy to use planning tools. They have over a hundred beautiful wedding website designs to choose from that would fit any couple's style. The Zola store has the wild, widest selection of gifts and the wildest. And the wildest. <laughs> oh, you'll never believe these styles. At all different price points. So there's something for every guest to have. We love how there is the the um, pay what you can splitting of different registry items. We think that that's such a great idea. You can go in together on a bigger gift than you thought that you could otherwise. We also really love that they have a honeymoon, honey fund uh, option. I think that's great. Give the gift of experiences. Um, and the fact that you can send gifts directly to wherever the couple is going or where they currently live. They've got all kinds of great options. So you can start your free wedding website and also get $50 off your registry on Zola when you go to zola.com slash schmanners. Hey, we're sponsored by Squarespace. And you know what Squarespace is really good for? Building websites. You know what's specifically good for? Building websites dedicated to your dog. 
So you can go to buttercupisaverygoodgirl.com to see the website that we built for our good girl, Buttercup. But you know what? Maybe you have beautiful art you want to showcase or a store where you want to sell your things. Or maybe you just want to like start a blog and write about your opinions of things. Well, Squarespace is built for that. And they have beautiful customizable templates. So it's going to look like an amazing design no matter what you choose. And they have a new way to buy domains and choose from over 200 extensions. And analytics that help you grow in real time and a 24-7 award-winning customer support. And not only that, go on YouTube and search whatever you want to do plus Squarespace and you'll find something to help you out. So make it stand out. Stand out with a beautiful website from Squarespace. Check out squarespace.com slash schmanners for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, use the offer code SCHMANNERS to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. And now, back to the rest of the show. <laughs> what are you laughing at, James? I'm not gonna, I'm laughing at you. What? <laughs> and me too. Huh? Our podcast, Minority Corner Silly. Oh, the one where we talk about topics that cover the queer community, race, feminism, and good old pop culture? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yep, that's it. Oh, girl, we are so funny. <laughs> I was just thinking about something we did. Wait, wait, wait. Mm-hmm. Are you listening to me or both minority corner every friday not all heroes wear capes some heroes watch war movies and then review them (laughs) friendly fire is a war movie podcast for people who don't necessarily like war movies although it does not exclude people who love war movies i'll have you know that i am wearing a cape my cape is just made of sound deadening material from an audio recording studio (laughs) it's a really great show John's daughter doesn't like it because we sometimes say swear words on it, but almost everybody else that has ever listened to it has enjoyed the the program. Download and subscribe to Friendly Fire wherever you get your podcasts. To the victor go the spoiler alerts. So, less about social status, more about the idea of respect. Um, And so... It's, it's a strange thing where the, the culture in the southern United States, where the, the addressing of people is still very prevalent of sir and ma'am, when you travel to other places, you find that people think about it as, if I'm old, you call me sir. If I'm old, you call me ma'am. And so it, it actually is kind of it feels almost like one could take offense be like don't call me ma'am I, i'm not I, even 30 years old i would say I if like an 18 year old called me like sir it would yeah that'd be great that'd be cool i'd be like yes neil <laughs> and then i would knight them no but i will say this is the thing that i, I kind of can't get over sometimes about language when we talk about etiquette of like i think about the kind of trope of like somebody in a TV show or movie or somebody saying like, yeah, dude, or whatever, and be like, you call me sir. And like, they're both made up words. Like one is not inherently something and the other isn't. Like, do you think that there will come a point in like 300 years of like, you call me dude. And like, <laughs> someone will be really upset that they address them as like boozle or whatever. And it's like, Bro. you don't call me boozle, you call me dude. 
I am your superior officer. You say, yeah, dude. Language is constantly evolving, and so I really wouldn't be surprised, especially as we get this kind of global community with television and streaming media, and, and I mean, even the news, like the regional accents are disappearing, colloquialisms are disappearing, we're all kind of homogenizing because we have so much more access to the world than we used to. Which is good and bad because I think that that way new ideas can evolve a lot faster and like people can be educated a lot quicker about changing norms. But I also think that it means that we lose a lot of the, what might be a defining aspect of like a culture or mm -hmm. a, an area even of saying like, oh yeah, I read what, anyways, this is just a conversation Teresa and I will have forever. <laughs> I don't know that this is interesting for any of you, but something to think, yeah, okay, great. But it is a thing if you think about like how quickly information moves now and like terminology changes and which is great. Um, and people update their concepts on things, which is great, but we lose a lot of the individuality and the things that might make one area special compared to another, where you go through and like, think about that, we travel a lot, and one of the things I've often observed is, unless it's a city that's like, this city has this like one really specific element to it that sets it apart from everyone, pretty much everywhere starts to kind of feel like everywhere else, not in a bad way, like you feel comfortable there, but this is, this is my one-man show, Travis McRoy across the U.S. <laughs> hey, thanks. It's great to be here in Birmingham. So... I'm just saying the more things no, change, okay. the more Let's they see. stay the same. Hi, I'm Travis McRoy. <clears throat> so, in our quest for the... the for um, expounding on the etiquette of the way that the world works, which is basically just the way that we interact with each other. We wanna make sure that we, we take these things and we incorporate and we allow for the, for the way that the, uh, the regional culture is, but it's how we navigate that culture. So if someone says ma'am to me, because now I know about the culture, I'll be like, well, they're not calling me an old maid or uh, old. You're not an old maid. No, no, you're not old. You are young, vibrant. Vibrant. Bubbly, I would say. It was not, I can, I can know now that it's not about the, uh, it's not the offense that I might take, but it's about the respect that one is given. I do think though that unlike a lot of topics we talk about on this show, I think that this will be a very dated topic in the near future because I yeah, think- I agree. Both the terms, uh, like we touched on at the beginning of the episode, the, the terms sir and ma'am are mostly something that you would use to address someone you do not know with respect. Certainly. And it also assumes a gender, which mm -hmm. I think is not something we should do moving forward. So I do think it is good, thank you. I do think it's good to know the history of it, yeah. right? So we can understand like, yes, we need to come up with some kind of neutral term that displays like respect to someone that you know nothing about, except to say like, yes, whatever, and maybe it's boozle. I don't know, maybe that's the future. We don't know, we'll get there. Yeah, dude, who knows? But something that doesn't, no, dude's a pretty gendered term. I just, I don't think of it that way. Whoops. See, we all have a lot to learn, but something that we can move, I think that this will be a, a learning opportunity of like, so how do we encapsulate that same idea of respect and like showing someone, you know, the, that we appreciate them and that they deserve to be treated like a human being without it necessarily being a 
a term that carries with it uh, some gendered connotation that we don't need to use. And the it's classification, right? right? So I talked about the idea of these words being related to status in the past, um, at, about people being one class or another class, and instead find some way to navigate this kind of um, equal playing field that we're all searching for. Yeah, and isn't that life? You know, it's kind of like marriage when you think about it. <laughs> all right, well, that's going to do it for us. Thank you so much. Uh, if you liked this episode, we've got a ton more, and you can find them all at MaximumFun.org, or you can search for Schmanners, S-H-M-A-N-N-E-R-S. Uh, we're going to take a short little intermission here in a second, and then we're going to be back with my brother, my brother, and me. Have you heard of it? Yeah, okay. Now, while we're gone on intermission, I strongly encourage you to go out and check out the posters for tonight. They are incredible. Um, and, and grab one of those. Um, they're amazing. And then stick around. Let's see. who. Oh, thanks to Brent, Brennan Floss Black, for That's our right, intro and music. outro theme song. Which is available as a ringtone where there's a sold. Uh, also, to thank you to Kayla M. Wassel for our beautiful Twitter thumbnail art. And you can follow us on Twitter at SchmannersCast. Um, we're always taking um, topics for episodes. Like we said, Emily, thank you so much. And please do tweet at us with topic suggestions. You can also join our Facebook group. It is completely fan-run, so it's called Schmanners Fanners. Right? How cute is that? Uh, and there is a community of like-minded individuals who love to give and get mannerly advice. Um, so that's going to do it for us. So join us again next week. No RSVP required. You've been listening to Schmanners. Manners, Schmanners. Get it. <laughs>